doubt is a legitimate part of the process. So for anything to be established for something that is integrated into our life, there has to be a process whereby that, whatever it is, is assessed. So you have the teaching that when a truth is presented to somebody in the spiritual world, its opposite is also presented because there has to be that tension so that they can come into their own personal experience of the truth of it not just something that's relayed as information. It has to be something that is seen to be true. And doubt is the thing that plays out with that. So in this morning, I was reading about Thomas, just after the Lord's resurrection. So the Lord having to appear to him and assuage his doubt. It was the doubt, if you like, that evoked the means by which the Lord presented himself to him. And that's true for us all, I think. I think we can all find experiences of that in our own life. So in the reading, it talks about the quality of truth before regeneration versus the quality of truth after regeneration. So it just ran through a series of describe these two states of truth. So a belief can be that first stage, and it's legitimate. Like, you don't move on without that. You know, you don't move to the second without the first. So the thing is, is that something is intellectually grasped, and that's a belief. A belief that becomes part of one's faith is something that's been inworked into the life, and that is something that is lived from. So often in the Gospels, you know, the Lord will say, your faith has made you whole. So belief and faith are different things. Belief is your first stage and faith is what arises from practice. So that initial truth is still called truth that is from good, but it's understood intellectually. Then it's practiced and through the practice it becomes joined to good. And that then is a much different quality of good and truth because of the marriage through practice, if you like, than that initial intellectual grasp of things.